Have you ever thought about the meaning of work and why we work? Well, in this episode, I bring to your awareness how important it is for you to think and have a deeper meaning towards why we work. Welcome to Business Leaders Coach, where we educate, enable, equip, and empower you to become the best leader that you can be. My name is Toyo Shinbi, founder of Business Leaders Coach, and we work with CEOs and leadership teams that are moving from startup to scale up. Now, on this podcast, I bring you practical steps that you can apply in your leadership today. We draw wisdom from some of the best business books, bring on guests, entrepreneurs, and authors. You can go to businessleaderscoach.com forward slash podcast to subscribe so that we can send each episode and any templates or tools that come with subsequent episodes. Have you ever been into a shop and the person that is serving you only asks you a few questions? They're not engaging. They actually make you feel like you're wasting their time and it's just a bad experience. I mean, the question is, do you want to go back there, right? And on the other side, have you experienced somebody attending to you? They give you full attention, ask lots of questions, really find out what you're looking for, and they help you and they make you feel comfortable. I'm sure many of us perhaps would have experienced that kind of service. Now, the question is, what is the difference? The first one was simply seeing it as a job And perhaps the second one understood that this job was an opportunity to influence somebody else. And so today, I want to talk about a very important point. I hope this is going to be brief, but I do believe that this is the root of one of the problems that we are currently facing, especially with this great resignation. And this is the year 2022 and the talk is that many people are leaving their jobs because of job dissatisfaction. People are dissatisfied in their job. Now, as I reflect on this current situation in this rapidly changing world, what I observe is that unless our mindset towards work is shifted, See, leaders will still come back full cycle about this retention issue. And so I am convinced that the CEOs and business leaders of the future will understand and see that work must have meaning, first of all, for themselves and then for their employees and for the organization at large. And so I just want to ask a few questions today in this short podcast is just to get you thinking, because I really do believe that this is the bedrock foundational principle of work itself, of the business arena, the business world, that if we can get this right, then I think we can build on it in the appropriate way. Because it goes without saying that we want to do work that gives us a sense of meaning. Uh, And that's in the long run of things. There are some jobs that you might just take on temporarily, but because we're going to be working for most of our lives, we actually find out that just 
psychologically, we actually want to do work that is meaningful. And so it's not complicated. This is the first step. If you're thinking of taking your business to that next level, you've got to define why your business exists and articulate it in such a way that gives it meaning so that your staff and employees and even yourself can have that sense of, I am building something that's worthwhile. And in many cases, it's because work is an expression of service. Now, maybe you've heard me make reference to Hubert Jolly's book, The Heart of Business. And in part one of the book, he focuses on the topic of meaning of work. In fact, in his own research, he found that the ADP Research Institute set out to put an exact number of this global epidemic by surveying over 19,000 workers in 19 countries around the world. They found that only 16% of people are fully engaged at work. This means more than 8 out of 10 workers merely show up for work. A staggering number. Although levels of disengagement vary from country to country, this is clearly a worldwide phenomenon. What does work mean for you? This is a question that I think you, first of all, have to think about. A lot of times we might think that work is just to pay the bills, to get us what we want. But when you really think about it from a deeper perspective, work is actually an expression of us serving. There's a poem by Gibran Cahill Gibran titled On Work, and the line is, work is love made visible. I really think that this is something that we all have to do in terms of our own quest, our own being intentional around understanding the meaning of work. I made reference to Hubert Jolly, who wrote the book, The Heart of Business. And I am predicting that this book is perhaps the beginning of a new era of CEOs. Uh, what changed Hubert's perspective on work was him doing his own research. Uh, he was asked to write a journal dealing with the philosophy and theology of work. And I'm going to just read what he wrote in the book on pages uh, 24 and 25. And he says, I started with research. What did the Bible have to say about work? These were pre-internet days, so I turned to a biblical index which conveniently listed all the sections of the Old and New Testaments that talk about work. Some, of course, I knew. Humans got punished for messing up in paradise. Adam's curse. But having not previously read the Bible cover to cover, and certainly not with this angle in mind, what I found surprised me. Most passages shed a light on work completely different from the curse narrative. Story after story dealt with a central question, why do we work? And for the most part, the answer had nothing to do with sin and penance. Instead, work was portrayed in a far more positive light. And my research led me to a conclusion I did not expect. Work is a fundamental element of what makes us human. This was such a joyous discovery. 
like most people, at least most people growing up in Europe, I had been influenced by the deeply rooted collective perspective that work is a bad thing to be endured by the unfortunate who have to make ends meet and to be avoided by the lucky few who can afford to do so. It is hard to escape centuries old traditions that permeate our social fabric. Instead, my research was revealing another perspective a positive, uplifting take on work that spoke to the essence of who we are as human beings. Yes, Adam and Eve got punished for the original sin, but work itself was not the punishment. Pain was. That punishment, unpleasant as it was, did not fundamentally change the nature of work as an essential element of our humanity. I saw this theme over and over according to Genesis. God himself worked for six days to create heaven and earth. Then he gave man dominion over the earth, plants and animals included, so humans could make it flourish. This is why Adam was indeed working in paradise, to cultivate and care for it. Importantly, I read that fulfillment from work comes from doing good things for others and in so doing, contributing to the common good. Also, work is portrayed as carrying a deeply spiritual meaning, rather something we do to fulfill basic needs. Now, this is coming from the former CEO of Best Buy, Hubert Jolly, that I've just read, for just in case you were tuning in in the middle, that he did his own research based on his own background, his faith, on the meaning of work. And what I want to highlight is that his own journey of understanding the meaning of work ended up creating a business where people found fulfillment and it's still happening today. And that's why he's been able to publish this book. So this is a short message that I just want to simply leave this question with you. You know, as a person of faith, I'm in line with what he's saying, but that doesn't necessarily have to be for you right now. But I think it's still a question that you have to ask yourself. What is the meaning of work? And is work meaningful? If that becomes a principle for you, then as a leader, you're going to figure out how to make sure that that becomes a principle for everybody else. Before I finish, I'm just going to quote from a book by Aubrey Daniels, and it's called Measure of a Leader. And in this book, he also talks about the importance of the meaning of work, but he also talks about the role of the leader and that the leader of a business actually is the one that helps people connect the mundane tasks to something meaningful. And I'm just going to quote one of the quotes here is effective positive reinforcement creates meaningful work. It is a leader's responsibility to make sure that it exists for all work. Employee benefits and money are the most common ways that executives attempt to provide positive reinforcements for work. But for a variety of reasons, such perks are not effective in creating the kind of discretionary effort that leaders need. And what he's saying is that it is actually by connecting 
the details of the job that they do from a day to day to the overall existence of the business, the purpose of that business, that it is meaningful, that's where you're also going to see discretionary effort. So the point is simple. If this isn't clear for you, how can it be clear for the people that you are trying to influence? And I know there are certain industries that find it more challenging to find meaning but let me just reassure you, if your business is adding value to your customers, then it has meaning. You perhaps just need to figure it out. And the best way would be to simply ask your customers, how do we provide value? And that becomes one of the purposes of your business. I hope this short podcast has got you thinking about meaning in work. This is Toya Shimbi for Business Leaders Coach. Go to businessleaderscoach.com forward slash podcast to subscribe if you haven't already. And you can also see the links to our YouTube or other channels as well. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you.